You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. You know, I was just thinking as I was reading the gospel, you know, a lot of people invite the priest over, you know, just to hang out. Um, I think I might start showing up at midnight and just start knocking. And if they tell me no, I'm going to say, you're going against the words of Jesus and ask for some bread, some food, and then just leave. Uh, Now, I remember uh, my grandfather, uh, before he passed away, just a few years before he passed away, this, my grandfather was probably, I can't judge a man's heart, but he was probably the holiest man I've ever met. I remember my grandfather, he told me um, that he doesn't think God believes him or listens to his prayers. I said, Paul, what do you mean? And he says, you know, I pray that I win the lottery. And I, and I tell God, if I win the lottery, I'll give 100% of it to the church. And I still haven't won. So that means that God doesn't believe me in my prayers. Well, well Papa, I don't know what to say. Uh, wrestling with God in prayer. That's kind of the theme for our readings today. In our first reading, Abraham is intellectually wrestling with God. Uh, years later, his grandson, Jacob, would actually physically wrestle with God. In our gospel, Jesus is asked by his disciples to teach them how to pray. And this kind of makes sense. Right? Oh, you see a master at work, and you want to learn from him. Right, a son sees his dad grilling, how do you grill? Uh, someone sees a master carpenter, how do you make that? You see someone uh, from the NFL, okay, how do you do this? You want to learn from the masters. Our blessed Lord was praying, and his disciples asked them how to pray. And that's important. Because our Lord's teaching about prayer comes from his own prayer. Praying, learning how to pray is like learning how to swim or learning how to ride a bike. You learn how to swim by swimming. You learn to pray by praying. You could read all the books you want, but you have to start praying. And then what follows from our blessed Lord is the Our Father. It's the St. Luke's version. St. Matthew's a little bit longer. St. Luke's version has five petitions within it. The first two deal with God. The last three deal with the person praying. The first is, hallowed be your name. You know, God is holy. We do not make him holy. God's already holy. What we're praying for is that, Lord, may I realize how holy you are, that I keep your name holy, because it's holy despite if I do it or not. I'm asking that I change. God is not one thing among many. He's not even the most valuable thing amongst a lot or all of the valuable things. 
God is in a league all of his own. He has no competition. God is either the center of my life or he's not. He cannot, he refuses to be ranked second. Hallowed be thy name. A lot of people fall into this sin of, of just using our Lord's name in vain. Kind of using it as swear words or words of relaxation. And they say, Father, it's just a bad habit that I have. Well, if you want to break an old habit, you have to form new habits. Something you may know, now that I'm going to point it out, is during the liturgy, you'll see the priest. Anytime that our blessed Lord's name is used, or our blessed Mother's name is used, you'll see the priest, he'll bow his head. It's to, do, it's to give due reverence to those names. And in fact, the entire congregation is supposed to do it. It's in the rule book. It's a great way to start giving reverence to our blessed Lord's name. That if you're used to, whenever you hear it, you bow your head. You'll stop using it as a swear word. The second petition, may your kingdom come. God is king. He's Lord of lords. His kingdom is not a democracy. It doesn't work like that. Justice and peace incarnate. By asking that God's kingdom come, we're also inferring that there's another kingdom, and we don't want that one to come. The kingdom of Satan. We pray that Satan's rule be ended in my life. You know, God is a perfect gentleman, and he respects my decisions. This may come as a surprise. Satan is not a gentleman, and he doesn't care about you, or at least not the way that we think. If we give Satan an inch, he's going to break down the door, and he's going to rob us for much more than what we bargained for. And then we'll be left saying, well, I didn't give him permission to do that, but you gave him an inch, and he's not a gentleman. When we pray, Lord, may your kingdom come in my life, I'm praying that Satan's rule be left out of my life, that I get away from sin. Lord, may your kingdom come and not Satan's. The third petition, now bringing it to us, give us this day our daily bread. The church fathers kind of have this in both a spiritual and a literal meaning. The spiritual meaning, of course, the Eucharist. Give us our, day, our daily bread. It's to fulfill us spiritually every day. I have to eat every day. I need to be fed spiritually every day. You know, it was St. Pius X, Pope St. Pius X, the statue right behind us, the, our beautiful patron of this church. It was him just over 100 years ago that allowed communion for the faithful every day. This may sound crazy, but before him, communion was taken maybe once a year. 
here at this parish, we have two daily masses. Uh, combined, I think we have about a little bit over 300 people that come for daily mass. I truly believe that's because of the patronage of St. Pius X that we have such a devotion to our daily bread. The fourth, forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. Now, when someone asks for forgiveness, it's usually because they offended that person. Right? So someone, Father, I'm sorry for doing this to you, and it, it transgressed against you. I say, I forgive you. I can't forgive people of sins that they commit against other people. You know what I mean? Like, no one comes to me and says they're sorry for something they did to someone else that I don't even know. I go, well, go talk to them. God can forgive all sins because all sins are our transgression against him. Every sin is an offense to God. That's why he's able to forgive all sins. And if I could truly reflect on how God forgives me of all of my sins, it's a little bit easier to forgive this one person for this one sin. Something to think about. The final petition, do not subject us to the final test. Do not let us fall into temptation. Christ was afflicted with every temptation, but he never fell into sin. Am I surprised that temptation afflicts my life? I want to follow Christ. What are my weaknesses? Where do I fall into sin? Now, what am I going to do about it? That's a very simple question that most people don't ask themselves. You know, if, I, if a quarterback's playing and in the first quarter he gets sacked and he goes to the sideline, it's like, all right, well, game's over. Well, that's it. Say la vie. No. He's going to think of a game plan because the game's not over. If you keep falling into sin, then think about what you're going to do about that because the game's not over. God gives us the grace to defeat our sin, not be addicted to it. There's a battle over our souls. Angels, demons, blessed Lord, Satan, they take this very seriously. Very often, we don't take it seriously. What are your weaknesses? Where are you falling into sin? And then do something about it. St. Padre Pio said, remember, one does not win the battle without prayer. The choice is yours. At the end of the day, our prayer should be persistent and trusting. Calling God Father, that was the very first thing Jesus said. Father.
the fact that we're called to call God our Father is a radical thing. That we can trust him as a good father. The Alpha and the Omega, the one who created everything, wants to have an intimate relationship with you. This statement, God my Father, hears my prayers. Yeah, you may not win the lottery, um, but he gives you much more than what you ever asked for. If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him?